two guys, one pitch. Sam Houston or some dogs, my guy. to two guys one pitch we have an official name now <laughs> yeah, not, not two but, guys one cup but right two guys one pitch for uh, a certain price for... we could <laughs> thanks to everybody for listening uh whoever listened you know welcome back if you're coming again if not then uh you know enjoy the show i guess <laughs> Oh man, same so, uh, shit, different week, right? Oh yeah, more shit. So uh, what what you what have you been up to this week? Oh, good question. Uh, recovering, recovering from that crap I had last time on the podcast. So I apologize for the people for having to hear me cough. Uh, worked from home basically all week, and then um, this weekend I did uh, boring stuff. Worked on a mudroom. In the house, uh, just basically trying to mark stuff off the wife's list so I can go to the tournament this weekend. Oh uh, yeah, the old honeydew. Yeah, God. I feel like brownie I think points, it, man. Brownie it, points. It, it's always it's like forever growing an endless list. It doesn't get shorter. That's for damn sure. It never does. No, because as, as soon as I finish off. one, it's hey, I was thinking. I'm like motherfucker. Hey, you remember yeah, this? So. Oh. Right. Yeah, like, no, but I guess I should. And that's always, well, you want to go play rugby Saturday? All right, well, we spend three days building a mudroom. That's always the deal, man. I'm trying to. Yeah. We got We got a, another rabbit show going on down at A-Leaf this Saturday. So <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, I, wanted to go, I wanted to go to that tournament, but I'm like, oh. All right, I gotta do this because then maybe you know I can be like, babe, that's it. we would we did the the rabbit show, so but can, can I go to this cup match? <laughs> yeah, sounds better than a mud room. Yeah, or donkey oh, show. <clears throat> do y'all eat the rabbits? What do you do uh, with the no, rabbits when you're done? They're all show rabbits, so she just like breeds and sells them. Oh, I just thought like show pigs and show cows, you know, where you show them and then you sell them to people and they eat them, right? Butcher them? Yeah. No, no. And these are butcher like rabbits. Breeding. A little morbid, but. She wants yeah. to do that. She wants to like get some meat pens. So we just like I mean, eat them. Inflation gets any worse. You got to start looking for alternatives. Right. I mean, but these like rabbits are so small. They get like, like two and a half, three pounds oh. max. So, so they're like, like the giant, like. No. Yeah. They're like little rabbit nuggets. But they're like I'm curious what makes hell, a man. rabbit like a, a first place show rabbit. Is it like color? I'm like, I, I, it's like, there's so much weird stuff. I don't know what goes into it. I look at a rabbit and I'm like, that's a good looking rabbit. And then it's like, they get last place. They, it's like the last place. Like the, the judge is like, oh no, get this rabbit out of here. <laughs> it's garbage. <laughs> it's Feed it to the boas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, if they just start. It gets kind of creepy, man. You see these rabbit people, and they're like fondling the rabbit, and they're like, "Oh yes, ooh, oh." They hold it, and they're like, "Oh, rubbing the back. Oh, that's nice. Oh, so full." Like, that's oh. yeah. That's that's it's a little creepy. I feel weird. <coughs> Do I need to pay money? That's yeah, a little bit weird. <laughs> that's a little, a little bit freaky. But hey, I mean, 
hey, whatever. It it keeps she likes gives it. Gives your kids something to do, so yeah, yeah, Ava likes it. It gets her doing stuff. She's like she didn't really take too much to athletics, so she likes animals. Same. So this is it. Same with my yeah. boys right now. They don't want to play sports right now. It's just marble runs and uh video games. Although my son, he um doesn't want to play baseball, but he's he has this game now he likes to play where he picks up his golf club and wants me to throw wiffle balls at him, and he hits him. Like, I'm talking, like, every single one, five years old, Dinger. bat on the ball. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you want to play baseball? He's like, nah. I'm like, what do you want to play? Golf? And I'm like, but this ain't golf. This is baseball with a golf club. He's like, nah. And I'm just like, you're cracking every single ball and throwing it to you. Like, this is some kind of talent here. And he's like, nah. And I'm like, all right, dude. Let's go build a marble run. So, whatever. Yeah. It's, I mean, he likes to build Have stuff. Have you taken him to a driving range? No, not yet. I bought him a putting green for the house, like a 10-foot putting green. Um, I bought him like a wedge, like a kid's wedge for the wiffle balls, and he's jacking them like all around the house. Um, complete opposite of what my dad let us do, but uh, I just like let him explore. Like He loves basketball right now, but I mean, yeah. he's probably not going to be taller than 5'6", so... Uh, yeah, he could be break the his next, heart on that uh, one. What's his name? Spud Bugsy. Webb? Or Muggsy Bogues? Yeah, yeah Muggsy yeah. Bogues. That's a yeah, the next he, superstar. He, uh, next, uh, Space Jam. I just let him kind of do what he wants, and he's the he's the smart one. So I don't know where he got it from, but I'll take it. Yeah. Easier to get a scholarship that way. For sure. <coughs> Excuse um, me. <clears throat> Yeah. You, oh, you know, Saturday, so, Saturday, you went to the uh, Woodlands thing, right? Yeah, so, yeah, so Saturday, I felt bad because our chat, like, the team chat's like, oh, we're going to put on a practice Saturday. I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to that, and then yeah, I wake no, up. Yeah, I get stuck with the kids. Yeah, I got I got stuck doing uh, transportation. We drove out to Brian and then Colleen picking up and dropping off rabbits and shit like that. So, <laughs> Bailey made a little money, sold a couple rabbits, so that, Sweet. it works out. But uh, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, the Woodlands is doing their kickoff, their season kickoff. So it's at a local brewery, Southern Star. So I'll swing by, say what's up, see some of the guys, maybe. Yeah. So got there. They're still up there drinking, hanging out. Shot the shit with some people. Uh, one thing I did note, though, was I feel like the Woodlands is turning into like a, a Sam, uh, Sam Houston alumni team. Is there that many of them? Oh, dude, yeah, I walked in, and I was like, is this a Sam Is this a Sam reunion, or is this like a, a Woodlands, you know, kickoff? What's going on here, you know? Well, I guess it's I so close was... to Sam that, I mean, it's easy for him, I guess. Yeah, I think a lot of the guys, like, they just move down to the area, too. Like, they just shoot down to, like, the Woodlands or Conroe. Yeah, there's a lot of opportunities there for jobs and stuff. Yeah. You know, they um, go far away. <clears throat> I, I had mentioned that, and, like, I got a little history lesson for the Woodlands Rugby was uh, from Bobby. You know, he let me know that uh, the Woodlands Rugby Club was started by some South African immigrants and some Sam Houston alumni. Hmm. Back in like I had 80, no idea. 86, I think, 83, something like that. Shocking. Huh. So I guess it is. I guess it I is know. like I a Sam been alumni around team. A little bit longer. Yeah. 
started as one. Might as well be one. Right. Well, I think a lot of uh, <coughs> shit. Here we go again. Um, I mean, Sam has a huge influence, right? There's like down uh, Galveston. Fid was uh, Sam. Um, uh, Shamu played at Sam, I believe. Uh, they got a couple more down there too. Yeah, and then you know, for our team, you got Sarge and damn, uh, Sam's got Sarge a huge was, presence. Sarge was no Stephen uh, F. Austin. Stephen F. Austin. SFA. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. But we did have Sam guys, uh, you know, George played for a while, Dylan played for a little bit, all those guys. Uh, Blake. Blake, yeah. Right? Sam's all uh, over the place, man. There's another guy. Ryan. Ryan? Yeah. 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 Tall guy, right? Taller guy. Mm-hmm. Played some games with us. Dylan. Yeah, Sam's uh, – but wait, they weren't one of the first – well, I won't say first, but um, – were they one of the first colleges to have rugby? I mean, all, I mean I most of them know. haven't now, but maybe that's why they've been yeah. around the longest with rugby. Maybe. I know they've had a, a crazy successful, like, past, like, three or four years. You know? Yeah, no shit. Killing it. Yeah. But, oh, that's something, uh, that's something, uh, I'm have to find out. If any of our listeners know, tweet at us, uh, at, <laughs> at two guys, one pitch. Let us know the answer. If you know, yeah, um, a ton of them. yeah, but it was also cool, you know, just hanging out with the Woodlands guys. Like I walked in and they're like, "What are you doing here, man? You know, <laughs> why aren't you hanging out Get with the people?" Fuck out. I'm like, "Oh, dude, I live down the street." They're like, well, "Why don't you play with the Woodlands?" I'm like, "That's the Woodlands guys. Come on." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I live. I moved to the Woodlands after um, A&M Galveston back in end of 2013 and i went out to a couple of the practices um i think i played like maybe one game with them and then ended up moving back over here to summerwood or kingwood area yeah but yeah so but i was like you know i was throwing my hat in with kingwood trying to help rebuild it you know yeah woodlands has enough people i mean shit they don't have a problem getting people right they have two sides right yeah i have to believe they have a d1 d2 side right yeah Mm-hmm. Strong, so. um, strong high school team, youth, youth too. Yeah, they got a, a really nice youth program. I mean, it, they start them in what fourth grade, fifth grade, I think. Yeah, I just so, don't like the damn AstroTurf. So no, that, that'd be half the reason I wouldn't even play up there. Not a fan for turf. <laughs> I hate it. Absolutely hate it. The worst is like when you when you like slide and you just get like that weird oh, rug yeah. burn. But then, like, and, and it's like I, a I wear slacks burn. to work, so it's like, yeah, it's just rubbing. And then you got like, used the to little get... black beads get stuck in you. Oh god, yeah, dig down in like... your cleats and like stuck in your skin. Yeah. You have to exfoliate the damn rubber out of your wombs when you get home. <laughs> and then you get in the shower, and the shower reminds you of where you got scraped. It's like here, here, oh. here, and here is where you've also torn up. Just... Oh, it stings the nostrils. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know why we put AstroTurf in Houston. I mean, I I know why, but good Lord, summer sports in AstroTurf is some bullshit. It's rough. I think those are like, yeah, like the two summer tournaments are like, they're fun, but they're awful because of the turf is the Cherry Bone Tournament. And then Bloodfest, when you have to play on on those four pitches that are turf. And of course, they put all the super social... And social games right there. Oh, yeah. Come on, guys. 
give us a little break. Come on. <laughs> I miss, uh, I was going to say, speaking of Sam at tournaments, I missed back in the day when they had the uh, Pintown Tins up at Sam, the Tins tournament. I don't know if you ever I've went. This is back one. when, man, first started playing. It was like 2000, was it 12, <clears throat> 10 years ago? Yeah, it used to be at Sam. It was during the summertime. It was Tins tournament. And um, I feel like Tins is like the perfect amount of people. Like, like sevens is just too much damn running for out of shape people. And then, you know, 15s, don't get me wrong, it's fun, you know. But as somebody who, like, if you're like a back and don't like to run a bunch, but still like get spread the field out, tens was, man. And they had a ton of teams there. It was a blast, man. I don't know what I happened think to it. We'll see that tournament come back. Yeah, it was fun. That was a fun one. I really enjoyed that one. Pintown was yeah. fun. Yeah. I don't think I think the only tens tournament I've really done was that shamrock get shamrocks. Was it tens? Yeah. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. Tens is fun though. I like tens. That's a good amount. To, might have to look more into those <coughs> tournaments. Maybe we can get like a, a random off season tournament going for the Famigos. Well, I don't know. I'd be, be playing cup games, so Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Can't make it. Got a cup match. What's more important? Right. Cup What's more important? Going to get drunk at a tournament? <laughs> yeah. Focus on your priorities. Right? Get it straight. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. So. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was like, speaking of cup matches, uh, Arrows and Hark. Friendly. Oh, yeah. Arrows and Hark. They, it wasn't a cup match, it was a uh, friendly friendly uh, pre-cut match so. yeah so i heard some some things uh you know uh numbers were low but i think that's like that's a friendly match at the beginning of the season what do you, you know yeah especially with, what are you gonna do i'm sure that they just started practicing last month so but um i did hear about uh arrows have this new winger um on his first touch 50 meter try new to arrows or new to rugby uh i think both maybe jesus yeah new to yeah new to rugby yeah brian brian deuce was uh reffing the game so i texted him because i thought he was gonna be up at um southern star yeah Yeah. woodlands thing but he was like no i was reffing and i was like oh tell me more (laughs) yeah Give so, us some uh, tips on the arrows. Just the tip. Right? Right. Ooh, so, yeah. Arrow, that... Just the tip. Look at that. Wordplay. Hey. Hey. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, 28-17. Hark. But I think, I mean, that's okay. pretty decent for their, you know. A D- yeah. A D3, you know, D- playing D- against a D2 yeah, team. D3. Yeah. But, I mean, the arrows had a pretty solid, they've had a pretty solid team the past couple of years, so. Yeah, they've always had talent. Yeah. They're always knocking on the door of D2. I mean, they mm-hmm. went to the playoffs last year with Bay Area. So, isn't they're not chumps. Is it I know who started 10, that team, I at think. least. Who, the Arrows? Huh? Or who, yeah. The Arrows or Callison? Who started that one? Arrows. Arrows was uh, Mike Shad, I believe. Mike Shad started it... Um, Oh man, where do you, he's a big dude, big uh, not big dude isn't bad, but he's like a 
I think he's on a walk or something. He's a tall guy, tall big dude. Um, I thought he was from the Kingwood area, but um, yeah, he started the Arrows uh, back in '15, I think it was. 2015. So was that yeah, like the same 15. year that Kingwood started, or the year after? Yeah, the year I think it was Kingwood. like the same same year, a year after. I think is it 15 or 16? But yeah, he started the um, the Arrows, and they've always been pretty good from the get go. You'll you'll notice too, like because when the Arrows. <clears throat> what's cool about them is when they release their um, rosters each week, they put how many caps each player's had with the team. Yeah. And, like, Shad always has the most, so you can tell, like, he's OG. <laughs> he's been around yeah. forever. Um, that's cool that they put the caps on there, though. I mean, I know we used to track them. We didn't put them on our, you know, game day roster, but because, you know, we did our awards, like, who hit whatever. But, yeah, Shad yeah. always has the uh, – always had the most. Good dude, though, man. Real nice guy. Real nice guy. Well, man, I feel like yeah, this podcast is turning into, like, Texas history lessons, Texas rugby history. Right. Oh, I mean, it's cool. It's cool to see some of these teams, how they come about. I know that uh, – I think Galveston's the oldest team, um, 67, 1967, I think it is, started oh, by a guy that was, um, I think, a doctor down at UTMB, if I'm not mistaken. I apologize if I'm getting it wrong. I spent the most time there, so I should know. But, uh, yeah, 60-something, um, it started uh, by a dude, uh, I say a dude, a doctor down at UTMB. Um, oh, I, I think I was reading that. Paul like... Mabry, I think, used to play him for back in the day, too. Paul Mabry got inducted to the Texas Rugby Hall of Fame, whatever, I think, last year or the year before. But, yeah, Galveston's the OG, I think. <clears throat> That's pretty good. I was reading that it was like um, – it was something for, like, all the UTMB students to, like – relieve some stress from like studying all the time and stuff just to get yeah. out there and, and run and tackle <laughs> especially the uh, uh phd like doctor students that <clears throat> in a book 24 7 not so much as galveston aggies that were fucking off but in the bottle 24 utmb guys took it a little <laughs> bit more seriously took their schooling a little bit more seriously <laughs> paying a little bit more money yeah for sure oh man Hey, did you, uh, uh, speaking of uh, teams, did you see the, oh, uh, Wendy sent out the thing of teams that aren't compliant yet? Oh, dude, there's like, yeah. There's a ton. Uh, I was, I was very, sh like, shocked. You know, I'm surprised. I was, like, waiting to see Kingwood on there, but I guess, she, you know, we're not being hated on right now. No, we, we, um, we got them off our ass for a little bit, but. I think Galveston doesn't have a full team yet. Uh, Galveston and Bay Area? Did I see Bay Area? Bay Area women's doesn't. Bay Area men's good. Women. Yeah, women's. Yeah, because okay. they put a WRM next to it. Because that threw me off at first. I was like, I saw Bay Area. It's like, no, I know they have a full team because they just brought a whole squad up here to play. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's the women's. Um, I had to do, do a discount double check on that and look at it. <laughs> discount double but, check. Yeah, Galveston, I – They've never not filled a team. Yeah, that's So weird. I don't know. I took myself off the group me uh, for them because I was going to be playing with Kingwood. And it seemed like they were going to have the numbers. Um, I don't know. Isn't, I don't know if they I just. I feel like, don't like a lot of players that like bounce back and forth between like Bay Area and Galveston? Or is they that used like... to. Um, they used to, but then they kind of stuck. So like Cowboy, right? Uh, he's, which just jumps out in my head. 
he played for Bayer forever, and he would jump kind of in between. But now he's been with um, Galveston for the past couple of years, like um, solid. Yeah. Um, one of the head guys, captain, you know, on the team. And um, Terry team. used to bounce back and forth. Um, Terry, you know, you probably know him. He's a center, um, quick guy. You'd recognize his face if you saw him, but um, he used to bounce kind of back and forth, but now he's t- Bay Area solid. And then uh, Waldo used to bounce back and forth. He hadn't played in a couple years. <clears throat> yeah, yeah he used to be kind of interchanging back and forth, back and forth. Just kind of wherever you're going to play. Where can yeah. I get more play time yeah. at? Or who's hurting for numbers? Basically, yeah, come down to it. Yeah. That's good. I um, hope they put together a team. Yeah, me too. I always Galveston was probably one of my favorite teams to play against. Uh, one, the pitch down there is fun. I think you know. Um, yeah, you're right by the beach. <laughs> yeah, the weather the weather's always like nice and like cool <coughs> for some reason. You know. Yeah. I mean, you got the you got the ocean breeze going on, but it was never like too hot. And then you and have Mikeo's uh, cooking. Yeah. If he cooks. Yeah. Mike's, the Mike's the best post game food you can find in. Uh, D3 He's match. a cooking motherfucker. Mike, oh hell yeah! Yeah, dude. I. If you, that's what if I you live see that for, trailer man. With the, if you see that trailer with the smoker, you know. Oh, oh good god, in the yeah. It's gonna be a good day. Hell yeah! And then and then the the post game social was at uh, Lucky's or wherever, which was just I thought that was the best. Buckets of beer. Bro, I got some stories of post game socials of Galveston. <laughs> man, Lucky's is tame compared to what it used to be. Oh yeah. Well, we used to have. Aren't they not doing the social? Well, Lucky's is gone now, so Lucky's is no more. So it's now ten cups. So the driving range, um, that's on Stewart Road, is now their new um, post um, social place. It's like a block farther, I think. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's literally a stone's throw from Lucky's, just on the other side, the north side of Stewart Road. But I think it's like more open, obviously outside area, not as like so compact, which is good. You can be able probably a little bit more. Um, not so arm in arm and like knocking people, but yeah, um, dude, I'm telling you back in the day, wild, so much fun, so much fun. I mean, crazy, crazy fun. It, it, oh, like the man. kind of stories that keep you in, in rugby for the post-match socials. Oh yeah. I think, oh, yeah. I think that the Galveston game was like the first time I saw a Zulu. I was like, what? A Zulu? They're like, ah, just watch. And all of a sudden, I see oh, this yeah. guy you don't get... naked out of the out of the bathroom. I, was like, I oh, never did shit. a Zulu because Jimmy fucking Torres convinced me in our old bar that was. Uncle, Uncle so this Jimmy. bar was on post office, <laughs> and the guy who owned the bar owned the um, strip club in town. And yeah. so there was never customers at the bar. And so we just had free reign at this bar. And I mean, we'd get behind and like serve people. I mean, it was just it was just whatever goes. Anyway, he convinced me we were in the bathroom. He's like, "Hey, let's do a um, I think a flaming asshole is what he called it." And I was drunk. I was like, "All right." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, you don't have to do zoo. Just do this. It's so much easier." And so they they you know I don't know if you know what this is, but they tuck a long roll of toilet paper into your butt cheeks, and they light it on fire, and have you run around the bar before it. <laughs> yeah. So I did that, and then I had like a first like try, and they're like, "Oh, you got to do a zoo." I said, "No, no, 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 no." No, man, no, I, no. I did my time. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, man. Back when I was single, obviously, that was not going to happen anytime when you're with somebody. I bet I can get someone to do I mean, it, it next next Famigo season. Oh, definitely we should. It was um, wild times. Yeah. Wild times. I remember we had one guy on the team. He was uh, one of the Galveston students, young dude. Got uh, – YouTube might pull us down for these stories. Got butt naked, hopped on a beach cruiser that was right outside the bar and was, like, riding around Post Office Street, butt naked on a beach cruiser bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> Just – I was like, well, all Just right. around. He goes, lovely yeah. weather for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Anything goes. That was wild. That was fun. Those were the good days. I mean, I'm glad it's kind of calmed down a little bit. Uh, not so crazy, you know? Yeah. But made for great stories. Hey, those are the best, right? It really is. If I mean, it was like being in the barracks all over again. Oh, fuck, dude. Like on field yeah. day night, getting hammered. Oh, field day <coughs> Friday night, Saturday See what night. you can the barracks rats too, coming if you're out. Degenerate. Yeah. I mean, that's literally what it felt like again. It felt like being back in the barracks and just going buck wild. <laughs> There's yeah. days I miss it, but now that I have kids, I'm like, I cannot pull that off. If no, I'm... I can't do that anymore. No. No. Uh-uh. Now, if I do a now I can encourage until... younger people to do it and laugh at them, but I'm not going to do it. Yeah, no. I do a drinking session until 1 in the morning, and I'm hurting all day the next day. Yeah, you're not doing that. Yeah. It's rough. <laughs> Speaking of drinking sessions, upcoming Lone Survivor drinking mm-hmm, session. Mm-hmm. I mean, tournament. <laughs> Why not both? We, uh, for the listeners, we looked it up, but Bay Area, I don't think, has posted the teams that are going to be in it. So it'll be a fun crapshoot show up and see who you're playing. Kingwood is playing. I'm sure uh, yeah. I'm sure huh? it's the usual suspects, you know. Kingwood, Bay I would Area, imagine Galveston, yeah, um, and then a couple out of towners. The West Houston, I'm sure. I don't know what. Did the Arrows put a team in? I don't remember playing them down there. I would have met. No, I'm sure hurt. You know Hart what? Will I don't either. I mean, you always have like the one or two like sporadic. A lot of women. Uh, I think last time there was quite a few. Um, Women's teams. That's always good to see because like, one know, like, year, the women's seasons don't ever do too well, or not they don't do too well. But it's just like there's the teams are so far and few in between, you know, that they they cycle to, to get the playing. same, yeah, yeah, they cycle yeah. to the same three teams over and over again. So they, uh, I think it was a couple years ago they had. Um, I didn't play in it. Went there to film some of the matches. They had a uh, traveling. How do I say this PC-wise? It was a traveling gay team. Like, uh, you know what you want to call them. But, dude, I'm talking about these dudes were the life of the party. It was amazing. Like, boombox is just like, I mean, every year that happens, I'm like, every year I go down there to play or watch, I'm like, I mean, I'm hoping they're coming back. I'm hoping they're back. (laughs) These dudes were wild. It was so much fun, man. But it's like every every tournament you go to, you have like these one or two teams that travel that surprise you. And it's just fun to watch. It's like, man, I'm so yeah. glad you guys came. It's like a Famigos, right? It's like a Famigos, yeah. like put together team, but there was all um, um, gay dudes, and it was just like, I mean, obviously, so much fun. Uh, Everybody's just never a, a dull time. moment. 
Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. So much fun. That so, yeah, I'm I wonder. Sure, I'm sure that California team will be out there. The Highwaymen, I think, or Interstate Men or some shit. Highway, yeah, Highwaymen. Oh, those dudes were a beast. Yeah. Well, it's I'm not, it's not just California, though, isn't it? Like, it's all of all of the West Coast. <clears throat> yeah. There's a lot of traveling teams. There was, um, Paul told me there was, uh, he met a guy that, there's like a, a Marine Corps traveling team, like uh, Marine Corps vets. I mean, it has, I think, some like Navy guys too, but it's all like out of Virginia, East Coast. So it'd be hard. Like a lot of their stuff's all on the East Coast. Uh, but yeah. I was like, damn, that's pretty cool. Actually, that'd be kind that'd of fun, be fun to do like do. a tournament. Like if they do like a DC tournament, that'd be fun to fly out and do. Oh, hell yeah. That would be fun. I've only been to DC once. I went two years ago when USA played the All Blacks. DC's not bad. It's pretty cool. I remember that. A lot of stuff to do there. But it would be twice. fun to go out there because they have, I mean, you've got all the military academies, the bases, so you probably get a good turnout, pretty huge turnout. Yeah. And two, also, I've, I mean, before I die, I want to obviously visit the Marine Corps Museum, so give oh, me dude. something else to do. Come on. It's the best. <laughs> I know. I have so many friends that have been. I haven't been. We went and... Uh went to the very top they got like a bar like not a bar but uh, yeah it's pretty much a bar with like shocker you get like hot dogs they call it what do you think they called it a fucking ton tavern. the bar <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i thought you what do they think they called the hot dogs i'm like depositories yeah. silver bullet dogs the silver bullet yeah. they should have called it they should have you can have yourself a devil dog and a, a big ass fucking beer <laughs> i'll take it <laughs> They were totally playing into it. It was good, though. It was cool, man. Yeah. I enjoyed I it go. when I went. Um, I keep saying I want to go, but I want to wait till my boys are older, and then I'll take them. Because if I go now, they're not going to remember. Like, what is this crap? I'm bored. Yeah. No, you got to take them while they're older, because then you can, do the, you can do the double or triple, man. You can hit – you go to Quantico, and then you can hit um, um, Arlington – and see like, yeah. all those all the graves. You can go see John Bassalone's grave. Like, then brainwash him into joining. Hell yeah. Just oh, brainwash them all into becoming machine gunners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I'd do that. <clears throat> that was I'm me. Like, I, was trying you, to... uh... I did that to my brother. I was like, hey, if you're going to join the Marines, go be a machine gunner. He ended up becoming a tow guy. I was like, damn. You're kind of smart. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Yeah, so. no, don't choose anything with O three in the front of it. He had himself a good old time though. He's about to get out. I thought when I was in, I was like, I did generator mechanic, and I was like, oh, it's gonna be a cakewalk. Yeah. And I was like, I'm, my plan was to go to school while I was in, and I get to the uh, fleet, and you got to go and ask and request permission so you can take college classes. So I'd go, and I was a generator mechanic, but we I was with combat engineers, so I'd go and I'd say, hey, can I take college classes this semester? How oh, we got a field up ah, next semester. Can I take college classes? How oh, we got a field up? I'm like, field up for who? I'm not. Like, what the fuck? So, oh, yeah. I know. No, I remember no, that You got to go do all the bullshit that the combat engineers do without the glory of it because you don't have the yeah. MOS. So it's like you're a pogue that gets stuck doing all the bullshit without any glory. And you still get treated like a pogue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then when you go to war, you're like, oh, I'm going to sit back and cakewalk this bitch. You're like, nah, you're security. You're nah, screwed. Bro. 
they, they toss you a metal detector, you're fucking running point, bro. <laughs> Dude, they had me going into Baghdad as security for these officers that wanted to go buy soccer gear. In 03, in the middle of a war. Hey, Lockett, can you drive us into Baghdad? I was like, oh, you guys got a big meeting with the towns, townsmen? Oh, we want to go to the market and get some soccer gear, pick up some Pepsis. Yeah, cool, man. I'm going to risk my life for your soccer ball. Hey, we'll do this. And Gee, I, could go, get, I could go on for hours yeah, about yeah. shitty we'll leadership. We'll get a handshake, but, but we'll get a bronze star. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gave me a car out of it, but it's like, for what? Right? God damn. Oh, yeah. All right. Fucking idiots. We're getting, we're getting off back, topic Back here. to rugby, yeah. We're yeah. getting back to this rugby. This is what happens when you, yeah, you right. put two vets together. <laughs> okay. Uh, other, other haps this weekend. Uh, USA played Kenya. And the- Dominating. I, you know what? I think, I think uh, maybe the whole team listened to the podcast um, and, and really took my you know, communication to heart. I think so, yeah. But no, it was uh, – they look good, man. I'm telling you, they, they, they there was like night there, and day from Chile. There was a couple like you know some rough patches, but I mean when they were moving the ball, they were clicking, dude. I mean it was yeah. just like pow, pow, pow. Oh yeah, offloads. I mean just support, support. Like that's what I'm saying, man. It's it just night and day. You could tell that they've been traveling together, living together, communicating together. Like no separation, just boom, 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 boom. Looked good. Yeah. I mean now. Haters will say, "Oh, it's Kenya." Okay, well, fuck off. I mean, we won sixty-eight to fourteen. Well, I mean, you know, two two uh, Kenya, two hat tricks. Also, look at this. Like, yeah, it, those guys are still pretty built. It's Kenya. Yeah, I mean, it's not. They're, they're athletic. Yeah. Oh, dude, I like the announcers though. They were like talking. There was like this one Kenya dude. The guy who scored the first try, I think. Uh, is it? No, no, it was the guy who got yellow carded. Um, he's like a lawyer. And a musician, like a rap artist or some shit. For Kenya? For Ke- yeah. So he plays for Kenya, and then he's like a lawyer. And Might as well like, be Jamaican if you got that many jobs. Like right? And then the guy who scored the first try for Kenya, um, what was it? He's in school right now, I think. And his parents are like, we don't want you to play rugby. And he's like, I got to play rugby, man. And it's like, dude, your son's playing for the national team and you're going to tell them no we don't yeah. want to play rugby we're going <laughs> to we want you to go to school I, yeah we get it like school's important but like yeah go represent like, let me just knock this bit. out the way I mean, real quick yeah <coughs> excuse me but it was really <clears throat> good man yeah they I liked watching it they look good 10 uh, tries I'm reading here uh Dylan the butcher Fawcett two three tries two Yep, hometown boy or hometown to Saber Cats, Christian Dyer, hat trick. Flying, finessing with the gorgeous hair through the wind. Dude, he was he was gunning for it. I mean, he wanted that try, those tries, and then I think he got his first one in like the thirtieth minute or something like that. And then once he like yeah, finally got I mean, it, I mean, he was just on it. He's electric, man. I remember um, all the season, <coughs> the Saber Cats games I went to to uh photograph dude was just always booking it man him and um him and gary the other um gary the winger for saber cats i can't pronounce his last name the model looking dude <laughs> from love island or whatever <laughs> but, <laughs> dynamic man but yeah i know dyer's freaking he's a beast dude so's faucet man faucet's a damn good hooker 
Yeah. Did you see that one play where the uh, the line out? Where they come where down and act like they're going to maul it and they dump and it he, to him? Yeah. I like that. It. I was like, Yeah, oh, I haven't seen that sweet. really before. It, that was nice. And it caught they, everybody off, all Kenya off guard. They used it three times, I think, twice with him and then uh, once with that, with his. Uh, yeah. But you know, it, and it made me think of like the run pass option of football, right? So if you've got a beast of a running back and you've got this passing attack and you always just hitting them hard, hitting them hard, like a Derrick Henry type deal, which, which our kind of mall is known for because our pack is a stout freaking pack. Yeah. If you're just hitting them, hitting them, that's what they're expecting. And you hit it to faucet like that. Dude, that's a great like run pass option. Football move, man. Catch them all off guard. Like they're like, what? That was nice, man. I like seeing that. Yeah. It's like they've sat back and uh, was it Gary Gold just like, let me think of some really like some, you know, one off cool plays. So it's not the norm. That was sweet, though. That was sweet. And then, too, uh, Marcel. So, Marcel was playing outside center. I talked about him last week, I think, briefly. But um, he usually played uh, He played for Austin. He played fullback, usually, or wing. So, it was, uh, it was interesting to see him in outside center. They kind of switch it up, switch it up a little, some of the positions. Because I think they put Mitch uh, Wilson at fullback, uh-huh. which was his first cap. Yeah, that, that yeah I mean, everybody kind of. The captain, the inside center, twelve. Like um, the guy who looks like he's middle aged. I'm sure he's like. Name. Why am I, this dude has so many caps? Hold on. Why, why am I forgetting his name? He's been the captain every single. Now being put on the spot, and hopefully he doesn't listen because I'm gonna feel. Like a jackass, not remembering his name. Oh, no, hopefully he doesn't listen. He's like, who's he the dude's been? Aged? I mean, he's got. <laughs> I don't think he's middle aged, but I mean, middle aged maybe for rugby. Um... I think I look, he looks <coughs> rough. I, I was looking at him. I was like, dang. Like if if you just took a picture of him and you just slapped it like on any of our club rugby, you'd be like, they'd be like, yeah. Are we he thinking fits. of the same guy? Hold on. He was this game's um, captain, so maybe, maybe not. Hold up. But while you're looking Instagram this up, though, I want to talk school. about that lock, dude. Go ahead. CeCe? CeCe? Another saver cat. Yeah, another saver cat. He came out hot, man. The first five minutes, just smashing balls, dude. And then uh, went to clean out that rug. Yeah. And you just see, like, the shoulder, and he, like, shoots the arm a little bit. Like, like he's going to wrap, and then he just, like, Tucks it back in and just goes boop. I try to play it off. <laughs> and uh, I mean, it was they were just gonna call the penalty without the yellow card, but the TMO guy was like, "Hey, yeah." Well, that, online there was uh, a World Rugby had posted the clip is like World Rugby posted yellow card or red card, and obviously most people are like that's red card all day, red card all day. So he got lucky, but okay. So this is why I was confused. So uh, I remember now. So Paul Lasique. Started as inside center. So, Lasike is older for rugby. He's been around for a while. He played, actually, I think, in the NFL for a brief time, too. But he actually played over at Utah with Paul. He plays okay. at Utah with Paul. He, he played with Utah, left, then came back. But so, the normal captain, I say normal, but they switch out. So, Bryce Campbell is usually the 12. 
that's who I was thinking of. Bryce Campbell's been around for a while too. So is Lasike, but he's not. Uh, Bryce isn't. I don't think as old as Lasike. But yeah, Lasike's a beast. He's got quads for days, dude. That you usually don't f- tackle him on the first try, but yeah. So Paul was playing inside. Marcel was playing outside. Marcel was actually the show's captain. Um, oh, it was Marcel? Yeah. Was, oh, maybe it was him then. What? No, Mar- Marcel's skinnier. Skinnier guy, taller. Lasique is looks like a linebacker. Okay, yeah, then it was a skinny guy. Yeah. He's like a. Um, Marcel. Then it was Marcel, I guess. Yeah, Lasique. Lasique looks like a linebacker. He's got quads for days. Yeah, funny talker. Yes. Who Lasique? Yeah. I don't know. I don't think Lasique is a. Um, yeah. He's not. I was a, listening he's to a funny that, his post game interview, and I was like. <coughs> English or Australian is Australian. Oh yeah, you're uh yeah, New Zealand Union. Um or is that New okay, Zealand? Okay, so he's oh, thirty two. So yeah, he played for the Bears and the Cardinals for a little bit as running back and fullback, went to BYU. Um okay. yeah, he played for Utah this past year. He was hurt for a little while and then came back. Um but he started with Utah the first year MLR MLR started. Oh really? Yeah, he's a. That's impressive. Yeah, that dude's a freaking beast. There was someone. But yeah, they look good, man. They they look really good. Yeah, there's someone that was in the back row. Um, it was one of the flanks. Um, he was like in his third year playing rugby, I think. And they said he he crossed over from college football, and I don't remember if it was the six or the seven. But they're talking about him. Yeah. And I think it might I think be it was this guy. Corey Daniel. Corey Dilliland or whatever. Daniel Gilliland. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who was telling me? Um... So. Oh, man. Who was I talking to? Um, yeah, I was talking to somebody. It was Paul. But, yeah, that's, that's crazy to be out. <coughs> to be into rugby for three years and you're playing at a national level, like. First of all, that's, like, incredible athleticism on his part, you know, and dedication to, like, learning a game. <clears throat> yeah. That's that's a, that's impressive. Impressive turnaround right there. Trying to see. Uh, so Luke was starting 10. That's right. Cam, obviously. Oh, that was the other one, too. So Cam Dolan, who's usually eight man, was put in at five because Cam's always been usually eight man. MLR and the uh, Eagles. So yeah, as I was saying, they they move uh, Gary Gold to move some people around, and it seemed it worked. So yeah, Mitch Wilson was yeah. fullback, who that was his first cap, and then Marcel was moved outside. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I guess they figured they would try something different out. I mean, it worked. It seemed to work. <laughs> I thought. I don't. Did you catch that uh, Christian Dyer touch or his try? Where they on the edge? Yeah, where he like he's diving and he's got control and then he goes to one hand to put it down and it kinda like flops around a little bit. Slipped out, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, Yeah, he's got full possession of that and I was like, Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that was close, man. <clears throat> he had a uh, he also had a beautiful kick in that match too. Yeah. Um he booted it and it goes down the freaking try line and then right before the try zone goes, whoop, scoots out. Was that 
Was that Dyer or was that um? It was Dyer. The, wing, the winger. No, it was Dyer. Dyer was, was winging. Dyer. You're thinking of Nate. Nate. Nate was the other uh, winger, but um, uh, no, it was Dyer. No, who's the winger that plays for? Um, we just talked about him, dude. The guy who had the hat trick. Dyer. Is that Dyer? Yeah, Christian Dyer. Yeah. Okay. Oh no, then okay, it's not him. Yeah. Then I'm thinking of someone else. Yeah, he had the kick. Um, no, okay, Nate so I remember that kick. Finger. That was a really good kick. There was someone else though who had, who was like, it was like sketchy. I'm mixing people up. I need to get better with names. <laughs> I was I was pulling up. I was trying to find the clip. No, Nate was playing um, the other maybe wing was, in. Uh, maybe it was Mitch Wilson. Mitch Wilson's the fullback, so he's um, – him and Nate were hitting it off. Nate was actually, I think, the only one or first one to score against the All Blacks last year or two years ago. Really? Yeah. He's really I'm good, too. I'm looking him up right now. So, yeah, we got five points. Sure. Portugal has five points. Hong Kong okay. lost. Kenya lost. Yeah. All right, yeah, it is Mitch Wilson. He, hey, he was the guy that – was going to to touch for his try and uh yeah yeah started losing it, it and then yeah. regained control just right. a little bit right before yeah. okay that's who it was that's right yeah it was a good match and though. mitch i i had misspoke last week i said his brother his brother so his brother plays for utah but not on the usa team okay <clears throat> so yeah they're both brothers in the mlr Yeah, it was a great match, man. I'm looking forward to the next one this weekend. Definitely. Definitely. Fuck, as long as we can get that qualifying, man, that World Cup qualifier. And that game's at like... I really... Yeah, that's at 8.30, it's right? A... On Saturday? Yeah, it's early in the morning. <laughs> oh, it's at 8.30 a.m. game? Yeah, this last one was at 6 a.m., I think. Oh, shit. This one's going to be at um, 7 or 8. Now I gotta look it up. Jamie, pull up the internet. <laughs> I don't have a Jamie. I'm Jamie. Um. USA Eagles. Here we go. Yeah. Men's uh, Eagles. So yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting to watch. It'll be a good game. I'm excited to see like if they can maintain the. You know, maintain the momentum that they got going. I think so, man. They're they're, from what I'm hearing, they're clicking. They're clicking, which is good, obviously. Yeah. But they've got it. Like I said, man, these. It was good for them to go to South Africa, these past couple weeks, practice together, work together, live together. You know what I mean? Just like. When you eat, sleep, and shit together, like that. I, mean, yeah, I don't want to compare it. It's obviously not the same as going to combat. But anytime you're you're that close and you know you got each other's back and you're living together, you're doing fun stuff together, Yeah, it just comes naturally clicking, the communication, everything. Like you're on a different wavelength of understanding each other. It sounds so cliche and stupid, I know, but 
I can tell a difference watching this match from the chili matches, but yeah, no, not at all. It's not cliche. It, it's true. That's what it is. Man. You develop a bond like that, like close quarters. All right, here someone. we go. So they played that one. That one was seven a.m. Eastern. So Saturday, <coughs> so Saturday, not Sunday. Sorry for the voice. <laughs> God bless America. <coughs> Hold on. And let me Rest lubricate in peace, the throat. Headphones, headphone users. <laughs> yeah, sorry. You can cuss me out on Twitter, or DM me and cuss me out. Either way, you know what? And if you and if you cuss me out really good, uh, you can have twenty percent off for Fine Ruggers website. Hey, Code that's a pitch. Sick, that's a sick hat you have on. If you're watching oh, our YouTube, if you're watching the YouTube channel, you'd be able to see it. You can have the same one. Twenty percent off. Code pitch. P I T C H for all you Marines listening that can't spell. Um, all right. So Saturday versus Hong Kong, nine thirty Eastern. So eight thirty in the morning, Saturday morning. Ah, oh, fuck! I'll be at the tournament. Yeah, so that's tournament time. I'll bring a. I'll bring my iPad. Uh, hot spot it. Yeah, yeah. So eight thirty Saturday morning, and then. Um, Next Friday morning at 9.30. So Hong Kong this weekend, Portugal the next. And so if, if I go back, where's a fucking stand? I need a Jamie. Hong Kong and Portugal. So Portugal's 1-1. We're tied in points. Hong Kong lost. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so I'm looking forward. Okay. So it's, I had someone ask me uh, a couple of days ago, someone from work, they were asking me, like, hey, when's the when's the rugby season start, like MLR? And I was like, uh... January. It's January, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's what I was like. I was like, I'm pretty sure it's like January, February. As you can tell, I'm like a, an avid MLR fan. <laughs> <laughs> I... I, I, I follow it pretty – I mean, obviously, you know, but um, I yeah. started going out to the games and taking pictures for the uh, refined rugger side thing, but started getting more involved into it. But um, I, I don't know shit about international as much, obviously. It's hard to yeah. follow just because the time zones and so many different teams, but – There's so many um, – <laughs> That's definitely yeah, something. Um, definitely keeping up with MLR. MLR starts in January – if I'm not mistaken, January, February, I think January. So, yeah, that's that's something uh, I'm going to be working on this year is watching more so I can have some actual something to contribute <laughs> to this podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I'm hoping, too, uh, when it does start, we can get some of the MLR guys uh, on here. I know uh, yeah. a couple of Sabercats probably cool. would, but just a, uh, a brief uh, clip of – you know what's shaking, but um, speaking of MLR, and uh, <laughs> we had talked about this earlier, I know offline, but the expansion dispersal draft has yeah. definitely ruffled some feathers in the MLR community. Uh, I can see why it's it does n- not look like a fun thing. So, for those listening, um or watching, I'm not going to go into it because it's a long statement put out by the United States Rugby Players Association. But the MLR is doing um, on November 10th, which is uh, the greatest birthday 
uh, ever. The Marine Corps birthday, FYI, side note. Um, so good day for me because Marine Corps birthday, I'm going to happy hour, but bad day for the MLR. They're doing a combined expansion and dispersal draft behind closed doors on November 10th, and the MLR teams must nominate five currently contracted players to be placed into the expansion draft. It says the league has not informed any players, other than those previously with Austin and L.A., of their intentions to hold this draft. So it seems like they're kind of like doing it behind their backs, like shady yeah. almost. So any player can be placed in this expansion draft. Um, Without their choice. Which is kind of crazy. Yeah, and it says also maybe drafted to Chicago expansion team without any advance notice. Like, this, pardon my French, but you're just like, fucking with people's lives at this point. It sounds like some real like MLB bullshit, dude. Like, hey, pack your bags. It's going some to play. real shitty commissioner shit, it sounds like. Yeah, that's – God. I feel like especially for like people who up, you know, move their families – to another country to play professional and they're like hey guess what we know you guys settled in <coughs> but i mean it's just you go so this other paragraph here says furthermore austin and la players who choose to opt out of the draft will not be eligible to join any mlr team until midpoint in 2023 season players are obligated to play only for the team who drafts them and may not negotiate with other interested teams for improved terms. These drastic restrictions may well force players into retirement or away from their league. I agree. Particularly players with family ties or secondary employment elsewhere. So it's like, if you have a secondary job to make ends meet with your family, and they're like, hey, fuck you, you're going to a different city. It's like, what? And you have no choice. And then if you opt out, you can't play half the season? Yeah. And so it goes on to say, in a league... And obviously, this is a statement from the Players Association, you know, fighting this and expressing their concerns, which I completely agree with. Yeah. It says, in a league where player, where player contracts range between $15 an hour, $15 an hour, what, what? they put their bodies through. That's, yeah, it range between $15 an hour for part-time associate contract players and 12500 to 45000 a year for standard contract players. Asking players to submit to a draconian system on such such short notice is unacceptable. Players risk being forced to relocate and lose outside employment and prior benefits such as housing, medical coverage, and transportation. I mean, this is just... Guys, if we're trying to grow rugby in America (laughs) and not be the laughing fucking stock Uh, of the world, this ain't the way to go. Definitely not the way to... Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Hey, like, we're going to keep you on reserve. Um... but we're going to pay you like 15 bucks an hour and you're going to have to figure out how to survive on that. Yeah, because uh, a lot of these guys aren't at the 45,000 a year. That's your captains, you know, that's your Eagles players. That's yeah. your And but even then like 45,000 like to be a professional athlete. Even then, like, right? Travel like that's 45,000 is great in Houston. I mean, not great, it's not bad. But what are you going to do with 45,000 in San Diego? What are you going to do 45,000 in Austin or LA like Chicago. Yeah. Well, Austin, LA's gone, so you don't have to do shit there. But fair enough. Seattle, uh, San Diego. I mean, these these places are high cost of living, yeah. and, it, and it may be easier for these younger guys in my family, right? You can get three or four roommates and share a four bedroom apartment or something. But but those guys with families, you know, or they're they're thinking of starting a family. Like that's Utah. Utah's cost of living is even high. When I was yeah. out there, um, it's 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 high, and but. 
the, the good they you know and across from the stadium in utah they have like these apartments right and a lot of the guys that are younger and single get roommates you know and they live in an apartment to uh you know make it work and be close to the stadium but these people that have a lot of these guys have secondary jobs yeah and 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 to just say hey you you got put in this expansion draft you don't have a choice to go like no heads up and it's like oh and if you don't want to go you have to forfeit half of the season and that's like every team is part of this expansion draft yeah every team must put up must nominate five currently contracted players to be placed into the expansion draft. I mean, it's just... Dude, that's like... I mean, I guess you start busting your ass more at practice. Like, (laughs) don't nominate me. (laughs) (coughs) But it's like... And it seems like... And it's behind closed doors. Like, there wasn't an advance really notice. And... So they hold the expansion draft in November. The season starts when, in January. When was that released? You, here, that article. Um, this was just a couple days, four days ago, maybe, I think, this so, week. So pretty much they get like a week's notice before this fucking like draft that starts yeah. on the 10th. Well, and here's the thing, too. You, you go to a different team starting in January, right? Well, I, I don't know about these guys that hold other jobs, but I know for a fact that November and December is the worst months to try to find a job because HR and all them, they're, they're on vacation. They're on, you know, holidays. Everybody's doing holidays. People, shit, people yeah. post jobs at the beginning of the year. So these guys are going to be trying to look for a job in a new city in November and December when the holidays. So now, hey, guys, I know you have Thanksgiving, you're seeing your families and planning for Christmas and spending money on your stuff. Oh, also, you need to find a new place to live in a new city. Find another job in a new city. I mean, least, Why not say, hey, the expansion draft is going to take place next year? That That's really putting the – that's really dumping a lot of, like, shit, too, on the team. So, like, now the team's got to put together, like, hey, yeah, we're about to get these players. Now we got to – we're going to have to – And now the coaches have months. to, yeah, pick out five people. Yeah, they get five people to get rid of and then to potentially receive other people. Yeah, I, I honestly – if you want to remain anonymous, because this isn't a, it would be an unpopular opinion, but if anybody has an other side take to this, I'd like to hear it. Message yeah. us something. But yeah, we're, we I don't. Email at uh, two guys one pitch at gmail.com or tweet us at, yeah. at two guys or, one yeah, pitch. Yeah, tweet us. Uh, yeah. DM me uh, or uh, Clay Lockett. I think I'm JC Lockett on Instagram, but. Yeah, if you, if, <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. My uh, OnlyFans, where you see my feet, um, and I pose <laughs> behind rugby balls. But if you have another side take to this, I'd like to hear it. I just don't see how this is a what what. How could this could be any positive on it? And right. and like I said, it's gained the attention of the International Rugby Players Association. So they've they they've supported the U.S. guys on it. You know, we try not to be a laughing stock of the rugby community internationally, you know, and we're yeah. trying to grow it, but dude, this, with the decisions that I don't are being know, made, it's, it's, yeah. And I'll, yeah. I'll read the last paragraph just to emphasize, to support these guys and what, you know, their concern is. But so it says next week's drafts placed an undue burden on players, which is further exas. Damn, a Marine. Come on. Exas, exas, exacerbated. Damn. <laughs> so- <laughs> You, and you would think I wouldn't have a college education, but I do. 
By existing low incomes and at-will contracts, the drafts are a clear example of the league acting unilaterally <laughs> to the potential detriment of its most important stakeholders, the players. I agree. The USRPA and its MLR player members have little confidence that this process is compatible with ensuring player welfare, mental health, and financial security. I agree. Just when the MLR is trying to work with and roll out this loose heads joint mental health impact, yeah, you go and remove half the progress you made with mental health and helping these guys out. You're saying, yeah, we're going to help you out. Well, Two steps, you know, yeah, three steps forward. Five we're going to help backwards. you out, but guess what? We're also going to not tell you to the last minute, but we're going to send you somewhere else. But don't worry. Yeah. We care about your mental health, but just not, you know, your mental health. So I just I, I just don't see the the positive spin of this. I, I mean, I, like I said, I would love for someone to. That, is this like someone into like a, is this not owners of the league or whoever, but. Is this like turning Someone, into like, like are they trying to like punish other teams now for like what <coughs> what that that own the owner of the you know of LA and Gilchrist. Austin yeah for what he did for like paying people under the table like what 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 so the first comment on this let me so this is this is on Reddit um, I guess I could have shared my screen to let people other people see it too but so the first comment. Oh, this guy says, I still don't understand why the MLR thinks they have to announce expansion teams and they play ASAP. MLS um, announces new teams with a full year to two year ramp up before they even play, which is per a lot of time to, you know, prepare. What would have been the harm to say Chicago is joining? Let them get their um, FO in a row. Engage with players, or finance maybe, engage with players who want to join Chicago from LA or Austin and spend the 2023 season engaging within the community. I agree, right? That's what I'm saying. Why not announce yeah. we do the expansion draft next year? Give, you know, I mean, um, said no, MLS yeah, but... used to announce teams within the year they play. MLS has a lot of years on its plate. Yeah, okay. But he's saying, but yeah, I mean, a year is better than three months. Give give an opportunity to all those, you know, all those rugby players that are up in Chicago a chance to, you know, possibly get onto the Chicago team. These comment section just goes fucking downhill from there. Apparently, the other oh, team is sure. St. Louis, I guess. St. Louis? Chicago and St. Louis. This guy said, St. Louis seems dead. Others have posted about the leader of it currently being investigated by the FBI. <laughs> just when you thought Gilchrist couldn't get any worse. Oh, man. Yeah, but I mean, it's just... That's crazy, man. Yeah. It just, I can see their frustration. I just wanted to talk about it because I wanted to be it. I mean, obviously we just started with many listeners, but just spread the awareness and spread the support for these guys. Um, I love watching MLR. Though, I don't, I don't want to see You're just it. fucking with people's livelihood, man. I don't, you know, and like I said, it's the same thing like getting the, in the military, you say in the Marine Corps, you you don't fuck with my money, my food, or my wife. Yeah. And and you you kind of messing with all three when you do this because your family, your money, and you know putting food on the table. That's the whole deal, man. 
Yeah, they, I mean, the, uh, can the union? I mean, what if the whole union agrees that all the players that get put into it all agree to stand down? You know? Yeah. Oh, the question, the big question: <sighs> Do you think the MLR will succeed? Thanks, Reddit. Could you be any more fucking broad? Right. Yeah, I think they'll succeed. I mean, it's new. I mean, it takes some time, right? Yeah. I'm just so. reading these. Uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know, man. It, it's it's insane, but I just wanted to bring it to people's attention to go look into it <coughs> themselves. But yeah, something to look out for this week. I'll um, definitely keep an eye on it. We can talk about the results of it next weekend. But yeah, and the results Jesus of it. Jesus Christ, man. Just yeah. crappy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel bad for those guys. Yeah, I mean, as if they're already dealing with enough of the guys from Austin and L.A. and the teams leaving, and God bless, man. There's got to be a change somewhere. I'm sure. Yeah, and and in a positive direction, I should say. I'm hoping they're taking this this Austin L.A. thing as a, a learning experience to better vet owners and. Let's find this stuff out in the beginning of the year, not at the end. Hey, the playoffs are about to happen. L.A., Austin, you're both fucked. Like, yeah, like there's you, no, you couldn't have found that out in the be- like middle of the year, beginning of the year. Like, yeah, there's no way they they found out right before playoffs. Like, they they've had to have like had an inkling or like you know something. So, it's crazy. I, I mean, just yeah, yeah. That's I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of a shit note to end on, but um, I just wanted to bring it to attention to uh, support these guys and back them in any way possible. I mean, I don't know what we can do as a, a listener, as a fan, but I got your backs. Don't right. know what it means. <laughs> you want to fight? Let's go. Tell me when Let's and where. Right? We got you. Let's do it. You've got two right here. We'll come help you out. Hell yeah. We'll do what we can. It's the I'm all about the Donnie Brooke. supporting the Let's guys, go. man. Yeah. <laughs> Say when and where. Who's driving? Let's That's go. from a movie. Who's driving? So let's ride. Yeah, crazy man. Just, I well, too, it just pisses me off too because, I mean, I I don't want to say the Eagles may not have to worry about this, the guys that are there, but they're trying to win a qualifying spot in a World Cup. Could you have not waited till after? Right. And then, yeah, so what happens if, like... Like, fuck, dude. What happens if, like, one of the guys that are on the Eagles gets picked? Yeah, they're doing it. it. Yeah, the tent is like, hey, two days later, you've got to beat uh, Hong Kong. It's like... For an important qualifying match. You're going to put these people out, like... Could we have not waited till after this qualifier? Or could we have not have, like... Like, fuck me, right? Why do we like? Why did they wait till now to do it? Like you couldn't do, you couldn't announce yeah. this earlier, or put it off. Yeah. Again, like hold your expansion draft in December, whatever, yeah, end like, of yeah. November, and then say, hey, you have 2024. This is gonna because right now, as we discussed last week, the divisions are even. Yeah, yeah. you lost two teams, right? Fucking play 2023 the way it is, and then 2024. Give the guys ample time. 
Say, hey, here's the expansion draft in 2024. I know you play with San Diego right now for 2023. In 2024, you're going to be going to Chicago. You have a year to find a job, get all everything in order, and your arrangements made, right? But no. It's like, hey, I know you're trying to qualify for the World Cup, which you've never missed, so let's hold this this week. Dude. I'm just gonna say that, like, I'm prediction market, like Chicago is just gonna be like a headache of a team. It's just not gonna be pretty. I'm ready for the drama for it. Nothing in Chicago is that great. If you're listening from Chicago, sorry. Justin <laughs> feels good, but I mean Chicago just all around. <laughs> Okay, well, let me take that back. The Blackhawks in hockey, I think, won a couple years ago. I was going to say, yeah, the Blackhawks, right? There's a huge rugby community up there. I mean, you've got Michigan and surrounding areas, but, man, Jesus Christ, this is just not a way to – It's not a way to do it. Yeah, I don't know. Just to dump it this week, too, when these guys are, like, trying to focus on putting our country into the World Cup. You know, yeah. something a little important comes every only four years. You know, the money they make from that, too. Yeah. And it brings wanna, it brings more, you know, more eyes onto rugby in America because it's like, oh, yeah. And we USA's just got granted to host it. Albeit in 2030, whatever. But we just won the bid to host it coming up in a decade or whatever. And then yeah. you're going to do this. Hey, thanks for letting us host it. This is how we run stuff. Yeah. Not a good look. Not a good Not look, a good man. Look. Damn it. So. I don't know. Um, I, I hate to end, end the show right on a negative side, right. but I wanted to end it to, to bring to light what these guys are going through, man. Here's a positive. If, but, you, see Clay, if you see Clay at the, uh, the Lone Survivor Tournament, smack his butt. Yeah, I mean, it's always welcomed. You whisper in his ear. Just yell out, hey, Nutsack. Happy happy birthday. Hey, Nutsack, happy birthday. Well, it's... Uh, Give him a no- crown. November 10th, Marine Corps birthday, and then uh, Veterans Day is this weekend, right? Yeah. So. Everybody go to Applebee's and um, Outback Steakhouse <laughs> for the Bloomin' Onion. Let's go. I've never once gone to those. <laughs> <coughs> I'd rather pay full price instead of seeing the, all the uh, pro oh, dicks man. there that fucking have their shit on. Mm-mm. Yeah, if you're coming to Lone Survivor this weekend, um, come chat, man. Give us some feedback on the podcast. I don't know if Javi's going to be there, but I'll be there. Give us some feedback, stuff you'd like to hear talk about. Um, I know we're just shooting the shit, getting it started, but you, the listener, what do you want to hear? Uh, message us on Twitter, like I said, or Instagram. Shoot us a message, uh, JC Lockett. Two, I think, on Instagram is my handle. We may start at Instagram, I think, for two guys, one pitch. Um, but, yeah, let us know. Uh, I'll be out at the tournament playing, I think, as tag long us, as I can play for. Tag us in good memes on Twitter. I'll repost Yeah, them. we always appreciate good memes. Um, <laughs> always. Any funny shit, anything you want to talk about, like I said, bring it up. Also, too, what um, – I didn't run this hobby with you before we started, but I thought just an idea that popped in my head too as the cup matches start. 
reaching out to guys. If you got pictures, also two messages, let us know who got man of the match, dick of the match. Um, if you don't know, um, I also uh, run the refined rugger stuff, but I think about doing, sending out some swag to men of the match, um, maybe some hats and stuff like that. But yeah, tag us, messages, who gets man of the match, yeah. cut match, any news, anything, we'll talk about it. Um, let just us know we, some good, uh, good hits. Yeah, we really want to highlight our local guys, man, our local D3, D2 guys, you know. Highlight it, talk about it, get you guys uh, out there, you know. Yeah, if any if anybody knows the name of that arrows winger, uh, you know, let us know. Yeah, we'll I'd put his like picture, put his mug shot, but mug shot up on the uh, <laughs> next podcast. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll critique you. Have you seen this man? We'll uh, give you the goods <laughs> and bads. I mean, we can't talk much shit because I don't think I've ever scored a fifty meter try in thirteen years. But uh, no, you know, I can talk shit out of jealousy. <laughs> the best kind yeah no it's awesome though I like to see new guys getting after it just don't do it against us this year right alright we'll see you guys later alright peace out